Welcome to Conversations in the Coop. I'm your host, Trinity Director of Athletics, Drew Galbraith. In this episode, we hear from the new head coach of men's tennis, Willie Nelson. Willie is a familiar face around campus in the athletic department after serving as an assistant coach for both men's and women's tennis the past three years. He has a great love for this community and is excited to take the reins of men's tennis. Take a listen. In this conversation in the Coop, it's our pleasure to be joined by new Trinity men's tennis coach, Willie Nelson. And Willie, first of all, congratulations on the new role. You've had some history at Trinity that we'll get into, but congrats on the new role and uh, just tell us how excited you are for the start of the upcoming season. Yeah, thanks, Drew. Um, no, yeah, and it's good to be here. I listen to a lot of podcasts, so it's kind of fun to, to be on one for a change. Um, yeah, and just super excited about the role. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about it, but yeah, just a great team. Um, yeah, a bunch of really awesome players and, and guys. So yeah, excited to do it. So having been an assistant at Trinity for both the men's and women's teams over the past few years, uh, with some change over the summer, you had a chance to step into this new role. And you know, when you when you set out in your career, was was head coach always in, in the you know kind of in the in the future for you? And and getting that role now, how's it feel? And what were the first big adjustments you feel like you had to make? Yeah, no, that's a great. Um, I think <clears throat> at first it was kind of just I kind of got into coaching just because it felt like. A fun thing to do um, so I didn't really know um, and I guess that was kind of the trial period of like hey is this something I want to do um, you know as a career um, and I think a lot of people don't necessarily know it's something that you can do until you you know are playing college sports and you see a coach that's done it a long time and has made a life of it so at first it was kind of just something I wanted to try out and then uh, I would say probably my third year in as an assistant um, I had just seen like enough head coaches that you know seemed to really enjoy what they were doing and um, it, it then kind of became something hey you know I do I want to do this as a career and uh yeah, so super excited for this opportunity. Um, yeah, to do it at a school like Trinity as well is just super exciting. And uh, yeah, really looking forward to kind of getting going. Go back to your, your college experience. Um, and I think you could probably talk about this a little in how recruiting has changed over time. But um, what was your recruitment like uh, going to be a, a, a D3 student athlete in tennis? And then how do you think that's changed in the, you know, in the few years since you've uh, now gone from being the recruit T to the recruiter. Yeah, sure. I think um, I think there's just way more ways to get in contact with um, you know uh, prospective student athletes, and so my recruiting was almost non-existent. I mean, I kind of you know it was me reaching out to coaches saying, "Hey, I'm coming to the you know um, admitted students' day and uh, sitting down for lunch with them or something like that." But that was basically it. Um, and in a large part, that's because I wasn't admittedly the greatest tennis player coming out of out of high school. Um, basketball was actually more, um, my, you know, my preferred sport, I'd say. Um, and so that's kind of, uh, yeah, it was all, it all happened last minute. My brother had played college tennis, so I kind of knew, um, you know, Hey, maybe I could play tennis somewhere. Um, so my recruiting looked very different than what I'm doing now. Um, and I think because there's way, uh, just so many more ways to communicate with, with the student athletes, it's, um, yeah, you're reaching out through all these different avenues, going to showcases, um, I think a lot of those, the people kind of advising student-athletes is, have uh, kind of changed it a lot. And so they're, they're creating all these pathways to, to help student-athletes find the school that's right for them. And then in turn, that helps the coaches kind of find the right student-athletes for their, for their school too. So yeah, it's changed a lot. Um, lots, lots more conversations and uh, yeah, which I think is helpful. So, so let's talk about that path from, from growing up. What, what was the tennis scene like growing up where you yeah. were? And did you move around as a, as a youth much or all in one place? Yeah, so I, I did not move at all. Um, but I, I kind of grew up in a little bit of a tennis desert, my family always said. 
um, really except for my family. Um, my dad played, so he played in college, um, and I'd have an older brother who played as well. So I kind of learned tennis before I even knew what I was doing, maybe like three years old. Um, to this day, my dad still, you know, he'll play two, two, three times a week and, you know, still loves it. Um, it's a big passion for him. So my, you know, growing up, it was me, you know, going to tournaments and watching my dad have success. Um, and it kind of just made, you know, tennis seem like this fun, you know, fun game you could play your whole life. Um, and so I started real young playing with my brother. Um, but that was, and, you know, we travel kind of locally to tournaments. Um, where did your brother end up going to college? He ended up at uh, Christopher Newport University. In Virginia. Um, yep, sure. in Virginia, another D3 school. And, um, and actually, until this last year, has been coaching as well. Um, so, yeah, kind of just grew up in a tennis family. It was always around, um, yeah, waking up um, super early for the Australian Open, um, you know, to watch before school. And um, so, yeah, it was just kind of always around, um, yeah. And so when it came down for you to make a college choice, what, what were those last couple choices? And, um, you know, as you think about your decision, you know, reflect back on your decision-making process then, you know, before that college choice and, and what it meant for you. Yeah, because I wasn't recruited, um, in some ways I think it was kind of nice. The The tennis part of it was, was taken out completely in a lot of ways. I, I, I knew I was looking for a school where, hey, I could potentially play on this team. You know, the level is about right. Um, but you know, I was able to kind of really look at the school and say like, hey, is this a good fit for me? Academically, do they have kind of what I'm interested in? Um, and then, you know, when I was on campus, like what was the feel like um, just to the general student body? Um, so I think that's kind of something I'm emphasizing in my recruiting too, is, you know, I want them to be good fits in, in all areas of the school. Um, so yeah, it was uh, a little bit different. My, I ended up at the College of Worcester in Ohio. Um, and uh, yeah, I just absolutely loved it there. Um, it turned out to be just an amazing fit. Um, the tennis, tennis-wise, it worked out really well. I was able to play for them, and um, and then yeah, just academically, um, ended up studying geology, and they just have a real strong program in that too. And um, yeah, made some great friends, lifelong friends. Um, yeah, turned out to be a great fit for me. And your coaching career, you know, took a turn down south, uh, down mm -hmm. at Millsaps, down in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, kind of do that compare and contrast of. There's lots of different types of D3 institutions with different types of places. Uh, I'd, I'd imagine that the um, campus life in, uh, in in Jackson at Millsaps was a lot different than College of Worcester and then mm -hmm. subsequently different than Trinity. But talk about, you know, having had different types of experience, how that helps you connect with uh, both students and recruits today. Yeah, I, I know. I think that that's kind of a, yeah, a great question. And, and that's something I didn't know coming into college is like the the, the variety of different experiences um, you can have as a student athlete. Um, and so as I've been coaching and, you know, been at several schools, it has been interesting to see those differences. Um, yeah, you know, oddly, Millsaps is um, in some way similar to, to Trinity. I think the, the level of tennis is, is pretty high down there, actually. They, um, yeah, they have some really strong programs. Um, and so that was kind of a nice step for me to then lead into Trinity and kind of get used to this higher level of tennis and, um, and so that was actually helpful. Um, but I have, I've been at, you know, tons of different places, um, one being Heidelberg University in Ohio. And the tennis program there was definitely quite different. Um, it was, uh, yeah, a lot of um, student athletes that hadn't played very long or, you know, maybe played a couple years in high school. And um, But in a lot of ways, I, I loved that experience, too. It was kind of, uh, it gave me a chance to... Um, to expose people who maybe weren't expecting this awesome college tennis experience, um, it gave me a chance to kind of um, let them have that. Um, and so it was really rewarding in that way to kind of fulfill this thing that I don't think they thought was necessarily possible. But um, yeah, at Heidelberg, it was interesting. There were lots of, you know, pulling kids off uh, off the street a little bit, you know, to kind of get the roster number up and, and have people um, that you could compete. And then, uh, yeah, so then since then, transitioning to this higher level has been, uh, yeah, kind of fun and um, 
it's been nice to work with players that you know have been taking it seriously their whole life and um, yeah have really uh, turned it into a passion. And so then you you, you step into NESCAC tennis at Trinity and NESCAC tennis right now and particularly in the last decade is really uh, taken off historically strong but now to a point where uh, almost every school in the conference is ranked in the top 40 top 50 nationally uh, m- you know half of the top 10 are, mm-hmm. are NESCAC teams and so and as Trinity has begun to match that in terms of talent level in terms of competitiveness um, just talk about the excitement of that challenge uh, where you're kind of going against the best of the best every weekend in, comp- in conference competition. Yeah, you know, that's kind of, I would say, one of the big selling points. Um, and it's something, if I don't bring it up, a lot of the recruits do. Um, they talk about, like, yeah, I just would love the experience to play against the best teams in the country almost every weekend. Um, yeah, so that's kind of an awesome opportunity when you come to Trinity, for sure. Um, yeah, you're seeing the highest of levels. Um, you know, these teams are comparable if not better than a lot of d1 teams and um yeah the talent level is just extremely high a lot of um student athletes kind of forego maybe those scholarships to go to some of the best academic institutions in the the world and that's you know often these nescac schools um so yeah it provides an awesome opportunity and i would say that's kind of one of my favorite things about the team we have now is they they just love that chance and the opportunity to go up against those teams um yeah you know they they see it as, you know, something that's serious and takes a lot of work. And so they, um, you know, they work hard to make sure they're ready for those teams. Um, yeah, it's, been, it's just been awesome to kind of work with them and get them ready to, to compete at that level. Um, and slowly, yeah, we're starting to make waves. Um, yeah, so in, in tennis, it's kind of, you know, you're taking this what wasn't always an individual sport growing up through the juniors, and now it's a team team thing. And um, so our guys, you know, I think they know maybe, you know, hey, right now we're not quite as talented as some of these upper teams, and we need to do some of the team things better, um, you know, as far as, like, supporting each other and, and just kind of making the most of every practice and, um, yeah, and just really showing up and working hard. So, um, yeah, it's a you know, awesome group, and they're, they're always fired up to play those good teams, and, and I think that's helping us kind of, you know, start to compete with them better. So as you as you think about the, the the pitch to a prospective student right now about Trinity Tennis, you know, back in the NESCAC tournament last year for the first time in a few years, uh, certainly the competitive profile is increasing. Um, what what is the what's the the pitch beyond just getting to play you know the best of the best every weekend? You know, there, there's got to be something else in there because people don't want to just come and play against them. They want to find ways to to be better. And so what what is that? Yeah, sure. Um, you know it's. Um, in a large part, my, my big um, kind of what I'm, I'm prioritizing is just getting these recruits to campus and uh, getting them to meet the, the players we have on the team now, um, you know, because that's in a lot of ways, I think, the big pitch. Um, even some alums that have graduated, um, they've just really taken tennis um, and their experience here very seriously and, and really wanted to, to, to get a lot out of it. Um, and so that's kind of bled into the team we have now and the players we have now. Um, it's just an awesome group of, of guys to be around. Um, they love tennis. They're passionate about it. Um, so that makes practices really fun. You know, they want to be out there. Um, they want to work hard. They want to get better. They're seeing themselves get better. Um, and so if I can get those prospective students to campus and, and see the environment and, and, and then be around those guys and maybe see a practice and, you know, they could, they're like, hey, this, you know, this is kind of an awesome um, environment, you know, to try and build my tennis. Um, so that's kind of, you know, a big goal is getting them to campus and seeing that and meeting those guys. Um, and then outside of that, obviously, just Trinity itself, um, just an awesome academic institution. And, um, and then also, you know, being unique, being in the city, um, that's something I love and take a lot of pride in is, you know, we are a liberal arts school, but we're in the city and, um, you know, there's real life things going on um, outside of the city, you know, right in the city and right off campus. So, um, yeah, I think it's just kind of a great place to have your four years. So as, as the, 
you know, you've talked about that recruiting piece. So the, the, the tennis side, what, what's changing the most in college tennis right now? Um, you know, it's uh, you know, everybody playing the game is kind of more powerful, more skilled than ever before. But particularly in, in men's college tennis, what what's something that uh, listeners might not know about where the game's going, uh, just has, how it's played on the court? Hmm. Yeah, that's great. I think, um, and even now, there's a lot of talks um, just about uh, kind of shortening the format. Tennis matches can be a haul. They, um, you know, sometimes can go on six hours if you're, you know, crammed inside on, on three courts or four courts, and you know, so they can be long days. And so there is this movement to kind of shorten shorten things. D1's already done it with, um, you know, the no seven ad, point and, system, yeah, yeah, seven point system, and just kind of trying to shorten it. Um, and because of that, I think you know, with these shorter matches, the energy level has just raised a lot. Um, and so that's kind of something I would say, uh, you know, has definitely changed. Um, and we're kind of looking like we're going to try out some of those, um, experiment with some of those things to shorten the matches a little bit. And um, for anybody who hasn't seen it, I would love them to come out and watch a doubles match. Um, yeah, the energy level is just, uh, yeah, it's through the roof and not something you would necessarily expect from tennis. You know, I, I think a lot of people think of it as gentleman sport and, you know, um, stay quiet all the time. But college tennis is different than that. Um, and so, yeah, so, it can so be a fun the- experience. So the, in, in D3, the scoring, for, for listeners who may not know, the scoring is uh, three doubles matches, six singles matches. The It's best of you need to get five points to win the team mm-hmm. match. Um, in Division One, it's the same numbers, but the three doubles matches count as one, yeah. one point. Yes. And yeah. then the six singles matches count. And then the match is stopped when, some, when one uh, school gets to four matches. So there are matches that are just left uncompleted. Is that a concern of yours of fellow d3 coaches that you you lose some of the emphasis on doubles uh and then and then also lose some of that those opportunities competition opportunities when you're stopping matches so quickly yeah um for sure um yeah and i think that's yeah those are kind of the big conversations that happen um and definitely a big concern um so i don't know if they would actually go away with you know like hey we're not going to complete the matches um i mean a lot of these d1 schools they have six courts and so everybody can be out there at the same time and so that's that's a limitation um for some d3 institutions and so yeah i don't think they'll they'll go to you know take it all the way to the d1 format um but finding little ways to to shorten it and save time um you know might be in the future and so as you as you get ready for season one, what are you most excited about? Is it just getting back out of the courts in, uh, you know, in, in just under a few weeks and with, with the men on the team? What, 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 what are you most looking forward to? Yeah, man, there's so many things. Um, yeah, I would say kind of the, uh, the most exciting thing is we're, we're, this is going to be a unique year and that we have no seniors on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have three awesome juniors, uh, Henry uh, Bilicic, uh, Eduardo Sanchez Carrion, and Cardic Arodula. Um, and they'll be captains for us. And yeah, I think they're kind of in a unique spot. Um, they're going to be the leaders of the team for two full years. And that rarely happens. Um, and so I'm just, I, I think that's kind of something I'm really excited to see. Um, those guys are awesome. Um, they love tennis. They come, you know, as freshmen, um, as soon as they came in as freshmen, they just worked extremely hard. And, um, you know, we had some great leaders at that time, but they definitely, you know, lifted our floor and like, hey, no, we're showing up to practice and, and you know, putting in effort every single day. Um, and so I'm excited to see what they do over these next two years. And um, and that starts with, you know, the first day of practice. Um, already had a conversation with them about, you know, just being leaders this year and, and moving forward. And, and I think they're excited for it, too. Um, yeah, they're just an awesome group, super tight, um, really good friends. Um, and so I'm excited to kind of see, you know, how, yeah, um, in what directions, you know, they kind of move the program. Yeah. And you have a lot of interests uh, outside of the game of tennis. You, you talked about a little while ago, 
Um, so what are some of those things? You've certainly gotten involved in the in the Hartford community and, and like the outdoors a lot. I still <laughs> see you playing some pickup basketball here or there. So so what, what makes you tick outside of tennis? Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely those things. Um, yeah, I've always just been someone who kind of likes to um, get out there and do a lot. Um, and so, yeah, whether that is like playing some pickup basketball at a local park around here um, or – yeah, before taking this job, I didn't really know of all the outdoor opportunities that were here, um, and I've kind of been blown away. Um, rock climbing is a big hobby of mine, and um, yeah, there's just local cliffs 15, 20 minutes um, off campus, and um, you know, so even after work or before work, you know, you can kind of sneak out and, and do some of that as well. So um, yeah, I've been blown away by the amount of green space in Connecticut, um, and as someone who, yeah, loves hiking, climbing, all those things, um, yeah, it's been a really nice fit. Um, not only um, work-wise, but also, yeah, just, um, you know, life balance-wise. That's great. Willie, we can't wait to see what you do with the team this year, and uh, best of luck all season and in the future. All right. Thanks, Drew. Yeah, thanks for having me. That will do it for this conversation in the Coop. Thanks to Willie for his time. We wish him best of luck in this new role. For the latest Trinity Athletics news, scores, and schedules, go to bantamsports.com and follow us on social media at Bantam Sports. Until next time.